my name on the back of my belt Believe there's a God to save me from hell And dirt roads are made for country boys like me They took her baby Don't believe in politically correct She had her baby If you want a piece of me CPS taker Better have a set A rifle and a four-wheel drive is all I need Okay, let's get me a rhythm January. Nelson's gonna let him bleed today. He's going in the shop. And it's good for you. Take your Tyramax today. President Business enveloped by a cloud of drones descending from the sky. That's the most disorganized. I would never let my kid read Chronicle SU. Jeff, I said Nelson's bleeding today. And I'll say it right to the camera. Stop it. <laughs> You want to do this right now? I write to the propaganda for the right wing. You are fake news. And I smoke in the weed. You're gonna get this Taramax out. We're gonna live a clean life. Yes, I'm going to a um, dissociative state because you're tuned in to Hate Radio, broadcasting all across the galaxy. Break out the Taramax and put your kids to sleep. Here's your host, Hate Set. Let's get down to it. Soldiers are cutting us down on Hate Radio. I'm HateSec. Joining us live tonight for the full hour is Wild Bill Kilgore of the Internet Chronicle, author of many fine stories, including, oh, guess what? Uh, we're some bad motherfuckers. No, that, no, that's not the title of the article. No, I was going to say, you wrote the article about this guy, uh, this uh, Rust personality, having a complete and total breakdown. Yeah. And he did this in front of his adoring fans, millions of people. How many millions? 53 million subscribers? More than Barack Hussein Obama, right? You want me to tell the story? He's a big man on campus, is he not? And Let then, me tell the story. This guy who makes YouTube videos about Rust Vice. Let's go into a little detail about his videos. He is a He's builder. a cab girl. No, he's a builder. He builds bases, and he's supposedly one of the best. Everyone considers him the master builder of Rust, <clears throat> the best builder in Rust. And, um, well, whether that's true or not, that's his reputation on YouTube. And, um, unfortunately, uh, for him, he's just found out that he's no good. He tries to play on um, a tough server, a high-population official server, and uh, didn't make it. In fact, got banned. Why? Uh, now, why did he get banned? I mean, didn't he just do a sucky play and and that's it? Why did they fucking ban him? Well, he had a cheater on his team. Now, this is a point of contention in the community, and between Face Punch and him, I think his narrative is that the cheaters infiltrated his team or somehow impersonated them, therefore getting him labeled as a cheater and getting him banned. But yet. <clears throat> Uh, I don't I've really... Had, I've had hackers impersonate me on that very same server, and I never got banned. And uh, it just doesn't seem... The, the story of me is that he got banned because he had a hacker on his group. And uh, if you don't know that you got a hacker on your group, you're not very good at the game. Trump didn't know he had hackers in the group. That's what he says, too. Yeah, it's like a Trump-style story. He's the victim... Um, the investigator, you know, the, Vice might be the Donald Trump of Rust. Um, 
anyway, he tragically died, so we shouldn't be speaking about him like he's still alive, right? Um, but let's see here. In this video he posted, 45 minutes long, the rise and fall of the 100-man clan, um, they never really made it more than two days. How can it be a r- epic rise and fall, right? Yeah, this is, uh, this is not enough time for an epic anything. No, in fact, it all ends with a whimper, and uh, like, even like, sadly mentioning, you know, this uh, woman on the development team, Earn, like she was his ex girl. <laughs> I even talked to Earn, and she wouldn't do it. Two she days. She got mad at me. <laughs> That's what he said on his video. Is one of these developers got mad at him for like trying to get off. What could you work at for two days? For exactly two days, and that would be epic. epic. Rise and fall. Yeah. Maybe a uh, not even a Minecraft world. Nothing basically. What about some I kind of think. world record where you're trying to set for tantric sex and you're trying to see if you can stretch an okay, orgasm yeah, you out? Go. You got. You got. For it. Two days. You found. You found it. That, that works. Okay. But I'm still trying to tell this story. This uh, two lesbians scissoring for two days. All right. Um, but Dr. Trudor said it best. Vice's fantasy was brutally crushed. That's how he said his, it, huh? His fantasy of being a master builder was crushed in front of all his YouTube followers. Well, that's too bad. And fans. And uh, it's too bad for him. Too bad for Dr. Troubadour, because this guy bought copious pain pills. I mean, he he was prescribed them by Dr. Troubadour. Those um, fucking Miles Gravis? Oh, yeah. They feel, you know, he feels good thanks to Dr. Troubadour. And, and what now? He's fucking gone? He's not even a pro gamer anymore? Nope. Alex, uh, what's his name? Alex Jones. What's the, Alex what? Vice, his, you mean? Yeah, Vice. His name is Vice, not Alex. Alex Jones. No, and Vice, um, what he tried to do after his... his uh, we got banned from chats. After he got banned. Uh, we just got banned from mentioning Alex Jones. Who did? Uh, I, got, I got banned. HateSec got banned from chats on Fnet for mentioning Alex Jones as one of our subjects. No, somebody just saw it and they've got such hatred for the man. I I understand it. But uh, they banned me just at the mention of him. What's Fnet anyway? Is there IRC? IRC server. What were you saying? Which which channel did you get kicked from? The whole server? Just chats. Um, I oh. said, did Alex Jones sell out Joe Rogan? We we're talking about this on Hate Radio. Also, whether heaven will suck without your cool family. I bet that sets off a shitstorm every time someone mentions that. Yeah. Alex Jones, he didn't do that. He was taken out of context. Well, you got two different fi- fanboys of two of the biggest pop personalities out there who are probably at war just as much as a the men are, probably if not more. Who are the fanboys? Well, you got 
Joe Rogan fanboys who are Ooh, Legion. Yeah. And you've got Alex Jones fanboys who are just the world's tinfoilers who aren't on that next level trip where they're beyond Alex Jones. Where That's they're just out where they there. Get started, you know. Yeah, Alex Jones is just the tip. Mm-hmm. But they're balls deep in some other shit that we that is so beyond Alex Jones that they've contacted aliens, man. Especially those fuckers like from the New Mexico, Nevada desert. Right. Kicking around out there on the slab. Those guys, they know, man. They just look in your eyes and they know. You just you're just an old soul, man. You just seem like a like a fellow who understands. You're just a good old boy, son. That type of shit. But no, it's actually not, right? These people consider that fancy themselves educated, and that's kind of the dumb guy voice. They'll talk like like the way smart people who know football will talk about football. They'll talk about their crazy conspiracy shit and really break it down over a game of cards or something. Yeah, they'll tell you how Alex Jones is really in on it. Yeah, like he knows. He knows what we're talking about, man. But they still have a soft spot for him. Like, yeah, yeah he'll like starts you off he's one of the boys it's kind of the way um i have a soft spot for bill hicks like he's not that funny but it's like you said it's in his attitude there's something about his attitude it's like yeah still you gotta love him you know he might not be like knee slapping funny after after you've heard it once well i mean the conspiracists who have graduated to another level of conspiracy they don't slap like, their knees where they don't trust him anymore right he's like he's <laughs> he, not they a... still think of him as like oh yeah you know he's got to sell out for the man just so that he yeah. can get that big of a pop you know they'll, they'll make excuses for him so oh that's he's all one of us he's one of us but Deep you down. understand he's gotta pay his bills he's got a nice exactly. compound out there yeah he's gotta sell that silver line I, no, I get it. But, uh, yeah, forget about the Russ thing. I, I wasn't even prepared to talk about that. The, um, Do you want to introduce the topics that. to tonight's yeah, show? Well, we already did. The uh, Joe Rogan thing. We're already on it. Oh. <laughs> did you notice? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We're doing it. Alex Jones. Uh, it made it look like he was making Joe Rogan out like a bitch. But he wasn't. He was just being a, a whatever, fucking helping his friend out. And then the clip got, got recut to make it look like Alex Jones was throwing Joe Rogan under the bus. By the way, none of this, which we actually give a shit about, it's just this is the story. I don't the know story. the details, actually. I just know that they're beefing, and I, I think that's enough to go on. But how did it start? Please uh, fill us in since you don't know. Well, there is no beef. They're friends, and there's nothing going on. That clip is taken out of context. Okay, so they're making it look like there's a beef. The clip is taken out of context. We should find the full clip because it's... uh, No, let's not do that because I don't give a fuck. But that's the story anyway, is that this is... uh, This is... What's his face? Alex Jones throwing... Joey Rogues under the bus, right? Like we give a fuck, but that's the story. And so what what the truth of the matter 
is is it might be somewhere in between, but I've heard that that clip was just taken out of context. I don't know what clip it even is. That's all you've told oh, us. Oh, okay. There's some well, clip. I'm not going to tell you any more. I'm not going to describe on? it a bit. Basically, Joe Rogan's telling a story where he says uh, he's describing going to see Planet of the Apes or some shit, and then um, he arrives at some park or neighborhood or whatever, and it's like, you know, and he says, and there's like a bunch of black people or whatever, and he says, and it was Planet of the Apes, bro. It was, and the video cuts off there. You can tell that he was not finished. His thought was incomplete. Wait, so Alex Jones is is uh, doing this? And so Alex Jones, that's right. Alex Jones cuts the clip because that's the segment that Fox News had shown to discredit uh, Joe Rogan for whatever reason. Okay, so Alex Jones then needed to show the exact clip and then in his own show proceeded to explain uh, this fucking uh, Joe Rogan clip, what it actually was. So he was trying to show that there was more video after Alex or after Joe Rogan got cut off that he was not actually comparing black people to apes, but making some other point, some bigger point than that. The yeah. clip is cut off. In this case, in this case that's gone viral, the clip is cut off at exactly the moment where Alex Jones says, Joe Rogan uh, compared black people to apes. And the clip cuts off. So you're left to think, oh my God, some shit has gone down between Joe Rogan and Alex Jones. It's like world wrestling, man. That that bullshit where, you know, they just say whatever. It totally plays to their favor, and yet it's also not true. That's not the actual story. The story is is that Jones was about to proceed to explain that bullshit. I'm explaining him explaining something is the point that we're at in the show right now. Yeah, but I still don't know who's mad at who for what and why how it even began. It, it's oh well, I don't know like why they would be beefing. You can make up any imaginary reason because it's made up anyway. Well, is uh, it's not made up. Everybody's concerned with it. I don't, unless we're unless there's other evidence. I mean, this clip is not it. I don't, you know, their friendship is like they it go they go way back. Like, no matter how bad Alex Jones fucks up, Joe Rogan is kind of sticking up for him and looking out for him. And that's what he's doing now. Yeah, see, I don't think they're actually... I thought beef. he was on the attack right now. Like, no. I, I thought I saw a video of him reaching out about Joe Rogan being a racist or something. See, that's what I'm referring to. He's not He's not actually doing that. Oh, that's all a hoax. Who created this hoax? Fox News? All, dude, it was just a trick of editing. You just cut it off before well, he I finishes knew, explaining. Did Fox News? Do oh, it? I didn't. I didn't see the original uh, source of who created that video. No, it was a tweet. The video was in a tweet. It had like sixty-seven retweets, so it was obviously not the source tweet. And um, I don't this give a fuck. Really, I feel like I've, I've learned less. Well. This is what it is to learn from a teacher who does not give a fuck. As Joe Rogan's beef with um, Alex Jones. I'm Googling it. Let's see yeah, what, man. what comes up. Google Alex it wide Jones open. Alex melts down and yells at Joe Rogan. That was last year. Um, Joe Rogan responds to 
Uh, it seems to be a thing they do, like uh, like uh, WWF, so that they can draw, drum up attention for both of their podcasts. You think this is that? What does that? That might be what it is. You think it's like uh, what do you call it? Kaifab, Kaifab. Whatever, uh, if you know what it's called, give us a call at 917-675-4836, Hate Radio. Professional wrestlers do it. Um, everybody that's does what, it. That's what it is. Yeah, it's okay. Um, just fake do beef, it. Big fake beef. Alone in your everybody bedroom. Everybody gets excited and pays attention. Everybody does it. It's okay. Just go to your bedroom and don't pay any attention to it. Everybody does it. It's like world wrestling. We are, uh, and this is what it is to learn from a teacher who does not give a fuck. Give you no less now than you ever did. But maybe that's just a mark of how deeply I've enlightened you, is that now it's one of those, like, the more you know, the more you don't know type of things. And I think I I just blew your mind. While Bill Kilgore I mean, has, far from it. I so, just kind of zoning out. Did you? So there was a. There was. A, we should challenge Joe Rogan to come on to the show. Yeah, come let's on. do it right now. Joe Rogan, you bitch. Um, you had. You bitch. You had. You had Roseanne on your show, and she was telling people our jokes as if they were real conspiracies. Uh, Roseanne yeah, went you on. Called her out on him, but you weren't laughing. You didn't laugh. Roseanne about Monsanto. I mean, really? She has read the Internet Chronicle and responded to it, and she's, she's read our story yeah. and, and she's, believed she's blocked it. blocked me on Twitter, called Oops. me a Nazi, and then because I photoshopped her wearing Nazi uniform, and then she did this. She used that joke, too. She yeah. stole that one, too. And she, at least she said that one was a joke. At least she could be honest about it. There was raw, clever humor going on back then. You were just... You know, you were just poking her on Twitter, and she was not having it, dude. And well, yet she, she stole she your material. She thought she was anonymous. Man. Well, that was some rich, raw does. shit. Now and, she's like, you anonymous. And she she wanted that stuff for herself, those funny jokes. Like, she didn't like that you were ragging on her, dude. So she's like, I can, I can belittle this guy. I can call him a Nazi or whatever. And then I can steal his material because I said he's a Nazi. It's like I don't know, you know, that's I really doubt that's her state of mind. If yeah, but who the hell knows, right? She's got your material now, she's running with it. It makes her relatable and likable. You're a pretty good old boy, man. And old old Rosie done run off with your materials. She is an ugly sinner. And I don't think she's gonna be in heaven walking in the kingdom of heaven with Dan after his heart attack. Dan, you know, is in heaven. John Goodman. Now, when I was a kid, I thought Darlene was hot. What did Darlene? You... Who's Darlene? She was the dark-headed teenager. She was, she was a little older than me. She was cute, edgy. That's what I wanted, man. There was a Darlene type of chick living in my apartment complex, and she was older than me, like by exactly that age. And I would, I was, I was like eight years old, and I would try to go, I would go into her apartment and hang out with her family 
And they're just like, what the fuck? And I'm thinking, yeah, what the fuck? We just do this, I guess? And and I'm, like, acting like I'm sleepy, like, trying to watch TV, and I'm acting sleepy, like, hoping that she'll she'll say, like, oh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Look at him. Cute being asleep. I don't know, dude, because I didn't know how to interact with the girl that I liked, especially oh, yeah, considering. So you just go, go into, like, possum mode and fall asleep. That's right. Hopefully she'll <laughs> pick me up and carry me away somewhere we can talk. Jesus. And so I... uh you know, I never saw her again after that. I was fucking eight years old. She was maybe 12 or 14. Older chick. I was so into her. Her name was Dana. I remember her fucking name. You know any chicks like that from like when you were a kid and it first like woke you up? I don't know what you mean. First woke up what? Like when you realized that uh, the chicks were awesome. I wanted to go to sleep. On their couch, or yeah, something? dude. When did you ever do anything that embarrassing trying to uh try to hook up with a girl? What's the most embarrassing thing you ever did and it failed? I don't fail, man. You just win them every time, yeah. I got a feel for them. You got like a, a thousand batting average, you're fucking yeah. knocking them out of the park, bam. Bam, well, bam. So <laughs> the trick is to never make a move. You got so many notches <laughs> in your headboard, the shit is breaking down. No, no. Just busting no, that furniture. You're busting that bed into the firewood, man. Opposite. The exact opposite. Masturbating, sadly. <laughs> in a computer chair. <laughs> what are you talking about? That would be the opposite of slamming thousands of whores in a bed, right? Why whores? No, that's just your own... That's not has nothing to do with the way you... No. Why whores? Hate radio. There's a bot that hangs out in the chat. and It's called Polize. Um, I don't know what the bot's deal is, but I feel like it might be policing the site, the chat, you know? Or the fucking show or something. Because we've got the word hate in the show, and people are really turned off by that. It feels like a, like something that we're fighting. Like people don't respond to it. Hate radio, ooh no. They fucking hate it, dude. Which is kind of the point, right? And I, you know, I think it attracts like bots and stuff, and uh, and downvotes or whatever. You ever downvote? Yeah, and I found a five dollar bill on the ground once. Really exciting stuff. What, uh, um, what what's uh, I thought we were going to talk about something interesting now. How about this uh Well you brought up $5 bill. Where did you talk, find that? On the ground, man. Uh, was this yeah. outside of school or work? Uh, it was in a store. Um Did you buy lottery let's, tickets no, let's with get, it? Let's get off this uh crap and uh talk about heaven and hell. Yeah. Let's get on to that real shit because um, our theologists, I, th- I don't know what kind of the- theology they practice or believe in, but they've uh, determined that people in heaven are suffering more than people in hell. And the reason for that is because the people in, in uh, hell have to uh, abide by their loved ones' uh, suffering. 
They have, they they sit there up in heaven, looking down on all these people they know and admire and lived with who who just didn't make the cut. Let's be honest, and they're all up there in heaven suffering, and, and that that means uh, what does that mean? Is, they're so alone. Are is is the reality that hell is uh, actually heaven and heaven is hell, and that um, everybody has a this concept in reverse? Is that what is that what's What's said here? Is that well, the point? Uh, Dr. Angstrom Troubadour led a study on this in 2019. It was published. He said, you probably think of heaven as a place where you get to chill out for all eternity with the people that you love. That's what uh, we at the school thought too, Troubadour said. As it turns out, the people we love are flawed sinners who break the commandments uh, punishable by an eternity in hell where they're tortured, humiliated, and burned forever, and deservedly so. And Troubadour says, while I know that sounds badass, in reality it is intensely, emotionally painful for people in heaven separated from their loved ones. Sounds like a lonely fucking place. I wouldn't want to go to heaven. I'd rather burn in hell, man, and get thrown around in furnaces and shit then go up to heaven where you got to be alone and separated from everybody that like had a struggle that you identified with but like they like you know whatever they fucking pissed in the street or something without feeling shame and so off to hell with you get shoveled into the goddamn furnaces of hell well you know what, what are the rules that Dr. Troubadour believes gets you sent to hell I mean he must have some kind of kind of criteria here for how that works yeah how does it how does it break down how's how do people all shake out like saint peter is the one who would know that book i bet is as tall as a house full of scratched out names of babies and nameless babies and fucking everybody who is cool and told a fucking you know racist joke at church or something and fucking made everybody like laugh a really dirty, ugly laugh. Off to hell with you. You're fucking done. Scratch that one out, St. Peter. Another one bites the dust. Stick. But in, in Dr. Troubadour's version, God is actually punishing in heaven, people in heaven, by uh, fucking with these people. What do you put mean? Put them in hell. Having the devil do this stuff. I think, uh, I think God, like everybody in heaven, is kind of sadistic, right? Because they're thinking, that's right, you fucking sinners. I mean, that's what you get oh, yeah, for offending my th- God. They do think that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry. I, I love you and everything. Buddy, you're a great neighbor, good friend, 55 years, but you did sin against the Lord, motherfucker, and all. Happy to see you burn in hell while I live up here and I walk in the kingdom of heaven with God. That's nice, huh? Yeah, sounds nice. We did it, God. Punishing. Fucking justly. You sleep soundly on your cloud every night knowing that sinners are burning and tortured and getting molested by the devil in hell. And you just well, that sure sounds it out. like heaven is actually hell. Sounds like it's a real hellish type of uh, like a like a 
Club Med for sociopaths or something. Everything is pure white, and you're walking around in flowing white robes. And meanwhile, in your mind's eye, you're just you're seeing your your friends and your family tortured, screaming and howling out in pain down in fiery hell. No, this isn't very heaven. This isn't like heaven at all. Sounds like uh, worse than hell. It's like you'd be lucky to be the one burning rather than having to watch it on in your mind's eye, you know, forever, perpetually. But angels will drive you around in their cars that don't create pollution on roads of solid gold. So, you know, that's pretty fucking pimp, right? I would go for that. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta go home and watch reality TV every night, and reality TV is hell. And and it's in your mind, and it's people. The reality is an industrial scale fucking railroad of babies in railroad cars getting shoveled into the yawning mouths of Satan. My God. Those little unbaptized fucks. You could choose not to baptize your child, Troubadour said. And when you get to heaven, rest easy, knowing your sinful, ugly, blasphemous baby is one of millions, suffering as they deserve, he says, in the deepest, most hateful, unrelenting bowels of hell, as waves of fire wash over their tiny baby bodies, burning their little shapes and stinging them with an undertow of dirty heroin needles and poisonous box jellyfish and there's a lot of babies man i mean the baby boom baby boomers and that whole shit is cute and everything but population has fucking exploded and now it's just you know there's so many babies dude not getting baptized and dying still births fucking malnourished just getting you know getting shoveled by the fucking mountain full into the Yawning abyss. And you're up so there. So there's no way out. All you do is you get. You're up there you on your chariot you with wheels of solid gold. And you're cruising around. And and the, the chariot is puffing out little magical purple and yellow puffs of smoke. And, and that is the uh, representation of the smoke. Of the billowing, burning baby furnace of hell and you're up there and you're just like that's right that's right motherfuckers you should have got baptized little babies you shouldn't have gotten aborted you uh shouldn't have fell down a well you remember that you remember that couple in virginia that poisoned their uh no they didn't poison their kid they threw him in a in a sewer what was it well you know there's a podcast about that that was created specifically about that by some reporters at the New York Times. And um, the story that they unveiled was that everybody rushed to just judgment about those two parents who threw their kid down a well. They done into it. The, and not in, you know, into their, uh, what do you call it, into their septic tank. And the thing is, everyone accused her of being, you know, passed out high on weed, right? Which, right, likely story. That's why her child dies. And she did two years in jail before being able to prove that she never even did smoked weed. Yeah. It was just people, something that people rushed to on social media and Facebook. And uh, they made a whole podcast about it. And it's, it's pretty interesting. 
I think we should rush to judgment more, you and me. Like we should. Oh, you know what? I heard that um, that the fucking programmer for uh, Barrett Brown's pursuance project left and is creating his own pursuance project outside pursuance of Barrett too. Brown, inspired by pursuance project. Dude, I'm pretty sure he's taking that code and building on it, like whatever he created for Barry. And Barry's looking for a new lead developer. Remember, he told he's us got, he's got to do a whole he's got to do a whole rewrite from the bottom up. Yeah, he has to sketch the fucking thing and get somebody to develop it. Well, look, here's the thing: software. Leave it to software engineers. We don't need a uh, something designed by Barrett Brown to you know. Barry, Barry, we don't need it. We don't need it, Barry. No, but it's a, it's a strong effort by Barrett Brown. A strong effort, right? Is it? What do we need? We need to get Steve on the show, and I I think he'll do it because he wants to talk about his new project. He just launched a Twitter for it. Steve and will come on the show, really? I sent him an email. We'll see what he says. Well, we had Barrett on the show, and they discussed it. Maybe he'll have a uh, another side of the story here. I'd love to hear his side of it. Why would? They depart from a project that has received fifty thousand dollars in funding. What? Why? You know, you wouldn't walk away from that. Barrett said he was advised by someone to send him away or to to rewrite the whole thing. Who advised Barrett to do that? File that under who gives a fuck? Yeah. Moving on. Ugly, ugly sinners ruining this shit for everyone in heaven. Dr. Troubadour said that heaven sucks because the sinner's in hell, which is really the nut of the story. And he says to think about that before deciding to go to heaven. You were saying you'd, you'd rather just go to hell in this case. Hell it is. Thank you very much. Well, no, I asked the question. At that point, is it really that good? Oh, is it so, all that bench better? Right? No, yeah, I get it. Sounds like you want to go to hell because you don't question. Okay, those kids that died of SIDS in their cribs, straight to hell. They were never baptized, you understand. Didn't, uh, what do you call it? Didn't get baptized. Send those babies to hell. It was pretty cool of God to set man in motion and, and not evolve us into what we are today. To just create man right off the bat. I mean, that was smart of him to create man. He's like, nah, I'm skipping all that evolution horse shit. I'm just creating man. Sick, you know, yeah, sure, there was Earth beforehand. Yeah, about 6,000 years, give or take. We're just, uh, <laughs> we started at man. Okay, you understand this? Do you agree with it? You better, or you're going to lay down there in the burning and the fire, screaming. And, dude, I will not have any sympathy for you. Because I'm going to be in heaven. Because I've done it all by the book, motherfucker. And when I'm up there on my chariot, bouncing around while some angel fucking pedals his heart out, I'll be thinking about you. Because you're not going to be there. I'm going to be like, where the fuck is Billy? Oh, right. He's burning in hell for all eternity. But hey, this this chariot ride is pretty cool. And I, I don't know if you get hand jobs at the spa or what you get to do at the fucking shit. I, I don't know what heaven is, what the limits are. 
I you got to do it by the book in heaven too, right? Or like it's not you don't get there. Like could you get to heaven and then let it all hang out and have prostitutes, you know, and throw dice in an alley? Could you go back to that once you're in heaven because that's your heaven? Well, you wouldn't get there, would you? Yeah, but you got to like what's the reward if you get to heaven and you just keep acting like this robot is that the whole thing like oh now i'm in heaven i'm like a blade of grass and fucking in the field of heaven what's the point what's it all for are you going to keep a journal in heaven today was exactly the same as fucking yesterday because this is heaven well i mean i really think the idea that it's going to be like your mortal waking life it doesn't match the descriptions, but the popular conceptions. And the, descri- the specific description in the Bible is something like, you'll be joined with God, the Father, as part of his like divine light, which is a far cry from, you'll, you'll uh, go back to your moral life of waking up and having a daily life. And having a personality even, you know, that even that will melt away into the hole, right? Just melting away into the hole. Yeah. I mean, we can spin that as horrifying or, or not, but... We're just melting away goes. into the hole, man. Just the way she goes. That's the way she goes. That's like a, that's a tract right out of the Tao Te Ching. That's the way I... No, I saw a trailer park boys even better. The trailer, Dejin. You ever watched Trailer Park Boys? I've seen the entire series. You don't remember the way she goes? No. I forgot a lot of it. It's hilarious. It made me feel comfortable. But I just forgot a lot of it. Because, you know, I'm not a bad boy. I'm not a... I'm not a bruiser. And I, I can't hold on to some stuff like that. You know what I mean? You can't hold on to your trailer park, boys. It's uh, <laughs> complicated. It slips away from me. And and I'm like an old man just staggering around. Like, what, what, what was that one scene from trailer park, boys? God damn it. I can't remember how the beginning of the show started. And I'm like stomping around my own trailer. And you can, you can hear my stomping reverberating. Under the house. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. And and my life is in shambles at this point. I mean, if this is where I'm at, you know, that's not good. I think I'm on my way to hell, even though I'm trying to get to heaven, if that's my world. Well, uh, we need to remember the, uh, the true words of our own intro. And I think that that sums it all up, this whole discussion. If you, you want to get to heaven, heaven yeah. you got to raise a little hell. We're going to end the show pretty soon. Guest call in line is 917-675-4836. Give us a ring. We'll suck your dicks under the table. Nobody has to know about it. No questions asked. Just uh, give us your credit card, Bitcoin, crypto, whatever. We'll straighten you out right out. Our advertising 
should go online fucking sometime. We're not even asking for advertising. We're not looking for it. We're just out here floating around like a like a gas giant without a star. And that's I think I think there's more thrill in that than watching numbers and fucking around with all that kind of shit. Just um, just doing it. You don't really care. I don't care about this. This is very low effort. And yet here we are pouring our hearts and our souls out to you scumbags, you fucking nobodies, you nothings out there. We're somebody. You're nothing. I'm somebody because I have a microphone. Bill, you got a microphone. You're somebody too. You're a big shot. You know, you're a regular tough guy with your microphone. Nobody can talk to you if they don't have one. You can't hear them over the roar of your own voice. You're a fucking that's animal. A great, that's a great way to end it, I think. Do you ever try to shout over the voices in your own head and you just can't? No. You can't outlast them? No, no, no. Scream them out. You got to scream them out into a, you know, into a pillow or something while somebody from across the room whips you with a yardstick. You know, and they're flipping the lights off and on. Where is this? What, is, <laughs> what are you talking about? Somebody comes in and throws a bucket of water on everybody, and it's over. Every, everybody scatters. It never happened. This is Hate Radio, brought to you by the Internet Chronicle and Liebel Droger Incorporated. They are in on this heaven game early. There's gonna be some <laughs> interesting stuff coming out of Liebel Troker now that Dr. Troubadour has his tentacles all up in heaven and the afterlife. It's about to get weird. Like celestial <laughs> Dr. Troubadour's celestial seasonings. Fucking <laughs> tea bags. Dr. Dr. T's celestial tea bags. Alright, this is ridiculous. I'm hate sack Kilgore. Tell them to go fuck themselves. Go fuck yourselves. That was cool. This is Chronicle.su. Satan is
lot more.